This is P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Hello, Shelby. How you doing? Good. Um, congrats on your birthday party. Uh, were any pissers in the uh, <laughs> in the room with you? Did they make the cut? <laughs> I mean... You get uh, any DMs? Um, I did not. Invites? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, such a shame. Wish they had sent them. No, there were lots of former podcast uh, guests yes. at yes. my party. Yeah. Um, it was a wig themed party. So everyone had to wear wigs. It was so much fun. I was like, this is an easy theme party to do. People don't have to come up with whole outfits. All they have to do is get a wig. And it was so interesting to me, like which people picked which wigs and some people <laughs> had like colors. Some people we did like natural things. We had short wigs, long hair. Like I was loving it. I was like, everybody yeah. should do this for a theme party. This was a brilliant idea on my part and get with it. Oh, the you came up with the the wig idea, the whole yeah, wig concept. No one's ever no done. no one's ever done a wig party before. Wow. No, I'm, sh- I'm sure that... <laughs> I'm sure that people have, but when I had the idea, it wasn't like I saw something and then was right, like, right. oh, I'm going to do this. I was just sort of like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Um, you know, originality is hard to come by these days, but it was original to you. So yes. you celebrate and, that. And none of my friends have done wig parties. So it wasn't like, yeah, like yeah. oh, someone did one last year. And I was like, I'm going to do the I'm same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like you're turning 30. So I feel like people are required to come. They're required to follow your <laughs> orders. You know, it's like a major birthday. So you have more power. Well, I mean, you pressured people, you know, when you found out people weren't wearing wigs, you called them out on it. And yes, just I did. <laughs> enforce the dress code. Well, because I was like, this is the one thing like, yeah. I am, I am not, I would not say I'm a birthday crazy person. I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm having six events and a dinner and a brunch and a this. <laughs> I'm like not requiring that you spend any money really at all yeah. so i was like you can at the very least buy a seven dollar wig off of amazon or party yeah. city or whatever and put it on your head and come <laughs> to this and and i feel like some people are like i just don't look good in wigs it's like yeah do you think anybody here is going to be <laughs> looking like, their best in this wig about? no it's fun yeah. that's the point <laughs> yeah it looked fun i'm sorry i missed it um you know yeah, rude I, of you yeah i really thought about it but it just couldn't Although Could I think make technically you weren't invited. So. I know. <laughs> but what a surprise it would have been, you know? Wouldn't oh, you have just been thrilled? I, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where you live, but I'd start knocking on doors and find you somewhere there. Just all through New Tips York? Bay. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen a bunch of weird looking people with wigs yeah. wandering around? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it looked fun. Um, my weekend was eaten up. I, I went and visited my parents in Utah and I felt like I was just missing out on pop news. Um, Wait, but didn't you go viral on TikTok over the weekend? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, it was intimidating. I had a... Because for my last Patreon episode first, the Make It Swift, I did an episode ranking Taylor Swift's boyfriends. And I did a little TikTok summary. And I posted that like three weeks ago. And it like got it got pretty good reviews. It was like up to 80K. 
But then on like Friday night with the whole red re-release and all of that, Swifty talk was going strong and it went up to like 700,000 and it was a lot of comments and people calling out my opinions and I realized I just have the thinnest skin on planet earth you know probably next to Taylor Swift and it was a lot but it was fun and it allowed me to share more opinions which I always I always welcome you know well I have a lot of opinions on Taylor Swift (laughs) and we will be hearing them on Thursday yes well I know that's the thing is like all all the news is was and has been just Taylor Swift like everything so having like a pop culture roundup has been tough because we are talking about her on Thursday so it's like well what do we what do we talk about now well, there were a couple <laughs> other pop divas in the news recently, oh, okay okay um such as the one the only Britney Spears her conservatorship yes. was finally ended yes the judge uh you know put the kibosh on that um and I think it was fairly like everybody involved after all of this public pressure and haggling was sort of like okay yeah she can uh, do her own thing I don't think there was yeah. a ton of pushback and yeah, it'll be interesting to see sort of what she does next. Yeah. Now that she's completely free in this situation, you know, she's contr- in control of her estate now. She's in control of what she does, how she spends her time. Like, does she want yes. to make more music? Does she want to go back on tour? What does she want to do? Babies, her marriage. Inst- well, yes. But I mean, <laughs> like, prof- like, is she ever going to yeah, do yeah. professional stuff again? Or is she yeah. sort of just done with that? Also, I mean... Her mental health is clearly under some state of dress, just given the uh, Instagram videos that she posts all the time. <laughs> so I'm sort of like, is like, wh- like, what's she, what's she gonna do? You know, yeah. is she is this gonna completely change things around for her, right. or you know, what's the vibe? Yeah, because that's always been the question mark. Like, uh, the conservatorship was truly mishandled and grossly abused, and I'm glad a lot of the news coverage highlights that. Well, it's like over and done for Britney and like Britney's freed and all that. Um, there's still scrutiny on Jamie and uh, Britney's lawyers have said that they are reviewing the entire 13 years to see if there's grounds for um, grounds for like, like suing, suing and yeah. uh, and even charging him for, you know, financial abuse, whatever it is. And so I think there's still a lot to be uncovered because it was just like, you know, conservatorships exist because they are meant to protect the vulnerable. And unfortunately, there's a lot of vulnerable people who are then abused through the system. And I think that was clearly the the case here. And so hopefully that's not the last we hear of Jamie, because clearly someone needs to be held accountable, especially for that gross overreach of surveillance and the financial abuse and all of that. Um, but yeah, as far as what Brittany does now, I mean, She's been burning her family on Instagram, <laughs> and you know I'm, I'm all here for her speaking out about how she's rightfully mad at her mom's involvement and her sisters and all this. And so, hopefully, she's able to like find a path forward and and some healing and some new opportunities. Yes, yes, yes. We can only hope for the best. Uh, do you have other news? Um, so I guess the other piece, I mean, I, I figured you would talk more about Adele. I didn't get to watch her Oprah video. Did you, her Oprah interview? You know, so I was meeting a friend last night for dinner Uh or, or, so I was, I was texting a friend and was like, Hey, do you want to meet up later? And he was like, yes. And then I said, Oh, like, uh, you know, what time sort of, he's like, well, I don't want to be too far from my house because the Oprah thing or the Adele thing comes on at eight (laughs) 30. And I was sort of like, 
are people actually like watching this? Like, <laughs> I like Adele, but I was like, I'm not like hurrying home to watch a like live special at eight thirty. <laughs> um, I was like, I'll watch the clips on Twitter the next day. Well, did you watch the Meghan Markle thing? You didn't. No, I didn't watch you that either. Yeah, uh, which again, I think that like, built interest in Oprah's interviews and sort of these in depth. And I know that there analyses. was a concert attached to it. And I do find yeah. Adele sort of like an interesting person. But I was like, I don't, I know that there's going to be a lot of sort of like fluff and added things for the three minutes of anything that you actually right. want. So I just like watched some of the performances um, today. I saw that she had said that part of the reason why, or part of the reason why she realized she should get a divorce is she took a quiz in a magazine. Yeah. Um, this was the first time that her child had ever seen her perform, that her and her ex-husband are, you know, like amicable. Uh, so I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was anything too crazy and groundbreaking. Right. Did you? No, I mean, I'm respect Adele, enjoy her music, but I'm definitely not a stan who like, watches interviews or (laughs) streams concerts but I yeah I think it was it'll be interesting to hear the music tell a story but I also feel like it's hard I don't know like I think she's she sings more broadly and like metaphorically and sort of I don't know It's, it's not like the same literal storytelling you get with like Olivia Rodrigo or Taylor Swift or something so it's almost like are these interviews where you get the nitty gritty details of like learning when she was actually married, when she actually got divorced? Like, I don't feel like it's going to come out as in some sort of scandalous, splashy song. So these interviews are more for that level of detail. You know what I, I mean? Was, I was also sort of like, this feels like poor timing on her part. She has this <laughs> concert, but she's already like, she already released easy on me as a single. Yeah. She's, she didn't release another one. She's not releasing the album until next week. So I was like, this concert is like all of her older <laughs> music. I was like, she did well, sing one new song. She's saying I drink wine. Right. But it's not out yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you can only listen to the recording of it, which I was like, yes. this is annoying. <laughs> um, That's how they get you. <laughs> the, the other thing I will say about Adele's music and how you said it's more metaphorical. Like I've been listening to easy on me for I don't know, weeks. Yeah. A, like sort of in my mind thinking it's about um, like when you're coming to an end of a relationship, but you're young and sort of like, hey, like, sorry that I screwed up some things like take it easy on me. And then someone else was like, no, it's about her child. She's singing yeah. to her child. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> like this, yeah. uh, this feels like it could go in a lot of different ways, actually, now that I think about it. Like, what is this song saying? <laughs> yeah, that's how I I knew what it was about because I read an article like where she talks about it. But yeah, when you listen to it, it's more, as we are prone to say, a vibe than yes. uh, <laughs> a story. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a big moment for her. This album release is going to do well, no matter what single she puts out between now and Friday. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's another pop star we we could check in on over this <laughs> the course of this weekend. Uh, Paris Hilton got married, and oh, I yes. I got the screeners to watch the Paris Hilton <laughs> prep for marriage reality show called Paris and Love, which was oh, fun. Wow. 
So I was excited to see. I, for whatever reason, I thought she already was married. Um, yes, because you're watching a show. Because I'm watching the show. But I <laughs> guess, you know, the show was shot in, like, it's not done filming yet. So yeah, she was getting married this weekend. And she looked gorgeous. It was very exciting. Like, Nicole Richie was there. Nikki Hilton was there. All of the, all the peeps. So that was fun to look at pictures. But it really wasn't like a news story so much as just a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we're really, really trying to drum up something here. You know, a fun little throwaway story I saw is Taylor Lautner got engaged. Oh, yes. I saw that too. To a Taylor. Yes. Which is just shocking to me. What are the odds of dating someone with your same name twice in your life? I don't know. He's Maybe got a type, Maybe it's a I fetish guess. or something. Yeah. I don't know. And But congrats to the happy couple. They got engaged in front of a neon sign that said Lautner. Which I guess is like, she'll probably take his name. So maybe that was it. Or he just has that in his house. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think he probably, I think that she probably wanted to take his name. Like, yeah. I realize that is kind of a dicey territory, but there are definitely some people who oh, like, it's, yeah. very much are want to do that. So maybe she was just one of those people. But now there's two daily Lauders. <laughs> I guess. That's the confusing the, part. <laughs> the... the Sometimes on dating apps, I'll match with people with my same name because I'm not really paying attention to what someone's name is on the dating app. I'm like looking at pictures and the other information. And then I'll be talking to them and I'm like, this is... This is going to be weird if we're in a relationship. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to say no to it, but I'm sort of like, I don't love this. Like, I don't want to both be Matt's. One can be Matthew. One can be Matt. Maddie. Matt. I guess. Theo. Theo. Is there another short? Is there another nickname for Matthew? No, I think it's just Matt and Maddie. Okay. Well, <laughs> I hope you find your Matt one day. No, I'll, I'll date somebody else, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really had nothing else except for, no, that's old news. I saw Demi Lovato was supporting some weird like um, app that is like yoga sort of free thinky, but actually also has a lot of conspiracy theories on it. So people were sort of like, this isn't great for her. Yeah, there, there's something else. But yeah, otherwise, I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything else. <laughs> uh, shall we get into love it or sure, hate it? Sweet. Well, um, yes, we should. But but you can go first. Mm, I don't. I don't. I'm trying. Listen, it was a rough weekend. Okay, I didn't have a lot of time. Oh, oh, you're trying to figure out what you're going to talk about. Stall. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um. Well, I went and saw Belfast over the. Oh yes, I saw your tweet about it, and I meant to ask slash laugh at you. Rude. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I went and saw it with a friend. We went and got drinks beforehand. Then we snuck beers into the movie theater. So I was seeing it a little schnackered. I think because it's black and white, this is the black and white. Yes. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. It's sort of about his childhood growing up in Ireland during the Troubles. And that all seems very sort of like Oscar bait, hoity-toity, somber, like not going to be a good time. When I was looking up the movie, though, it's only 90 minutes long, which I was like, oh, okay, that's cool and watching it it is like there are sad moments but it's much more of a sort of like upbeat kind of comedy ish 
about this family that lives in Ireland. It's, you know, two two boys and then their parents and their grandparents and sort of just like their family interactions. And they're because there's these riots and stuff going on, they're having to decide whether or not they're going to stay in Belfast or move to the UK or to England. But it's much more like a coda or a little Miss Sunshine or mm. that kind of energy than it is a Roma or, you mm. know, or, or something that's that's more somber and sort of stately. This is much more of a, kind of like a quiet, like, uh, not quiet, like a, a fun little kind of like Jojo Rabbit-y sort of mm. um, energy. So I liked it more than I thought I was going to. And I think because I was drinking, there <laughs> were some moments where I was crying and I was, and I was seeing other friend and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I hope this person is not like Matthew, get it together. Like you're just <laughs> like, I was like, maybe he didn't realize I was like weeping through half of this for no apparent reason, <laughs> but there we were. Cute. So is that a now later or never for you? I would say a now. I thought it was good and I thought it was fun to watch in theaters. I don't think it's coming to a streaming platform quickly. Like I to it, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll just go to to on demand probably in a few weeks and then eventually hit a different streamer. But yeah, I thought it was good. It's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. The Jamie Dornan is the dad and the um and the mom is the woman from Outlander, who I had never seen in anything mm. before, but was very good. She mm-hmm. like I think she'll she should definitely be nominated. Judy Dench is the grandma, and she's pretty good and doing <laughs> some and and is much more sort of like fuddy duddy old grandmother than oh, she dude. is than she is like um, old kind of like stately mean British woman, right. which I feel like she plays more often. So. Yeah, overall it was good. I liked it. And like I said, it's only 90 minutes. So right. when you're watching these Oscar movies like House of Gucci or these Marvel movies <laughs> that are like upwards movie? of two, or I don't know. But where they <laughs> I feel like you go watch these movies right, that are yeah, two and yeah. a half hours long, like give me yeah. something 90 minutes, please. Wow, yeah, no, that's I mean, I was not looking forward to it. I think that was apparent when you first mentioned the that movie, but I mean, I guess it sounds do you feel like the black and white added anything to it? Um, so the the reason so the movie starts out in color mm. and in like present day. Okay. And then goes b- to black and white in the in okay, uh, okay. like the past timeline. And then there's also a few scenes where like the little boy and his parents or his grandma or his entire family go to the movie theater. And I think it's supposed to be like, Oh, the movies are the escape from this, you know, kind Mm. of tumultuous life. And so the mood, the movies that he's watching are in color. And and that's, and it's kind like, I don't know how they did this necessarily, but the, like the you will get shots of them watching the movie so they're in black and white but sort of like the the screen is reflected onto them and their glasses in color mm. which is interesting so did it need to be black and white no not necessarily but i didn't think it was like a terrible it wasn't choice just pretentious yeah like there was sort of a reason for it even if the reason is also kind of pretentious but at least it was like switching back right. and forth it wasn't like uh you know, someone, it wasn't like Malcolm and Marie last year where they were like, we're just going to do black and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, interesting. A plot twist. I, I might bother to watch that one. So congrats. Yeah, it's good. 
Um, so, okay, so I remembered what I watched this weekend, and it's similarly highbrow and really important and culturally culturally relevant. Um, but season two of The Babysitters Club came out on Netflix. <laughs> Oh, was that good? I think it's really charming. I don't remember if I talked about the original season. I think you did. Okay. Because I remember other people talking about how good it was, and I feel like you did as well. Yeah. It's very, like, sweet. And the first season, the main girl is very annoying. Like, just the worst character on (laughs) television. But she really she really mellowed out this season and there was a lot more focus on everyone else too. So it wasn't just too much of her and it was all like very charming. There's a lot of like nice moments. It's obviously meant for children and I don't know why it's just like a sweet escape for me mentally and kind of emotionally and, and gives me hope for the next generation and the, the world they're being raised in. Cause it's very diverse and, um, not only in uh, ethnicity, but also backgrounds and um, issues and concerns. And it's never like preachy or over the top. It doesn't feel like one of those, you know, glee episodes where it's like, wow, this is the lesson we're learning this week. It's all just like natural human interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think season two explores and kind of added to that and it's cute to watch them like grow up and like I don't know because so many of those kids shows are just like arrested development they have to keep them as young as possible for as long as possible um nothing ever changes or grows but it's really it's charming and I I still recommend it to adults even I didn't have an attachment to the babysitters club or the books or the original movie at all but I still find it such a like nice (laughs) healing escape so Mm -hmm. It, it was a good a feel-good moment um that i appreciated so Aww. it'll probably be canceled season three as netflix is known to do but they got two strong seasons out of it so <laughs> congrats to everyone yeah, involved i don't know how like the children's just kind of programming what the numbers and metrics are for that because yeah this could be something that does do very well but we just don't really know because it's not people with twitter who are watching it at you <laughs> yeah. know 12 year olds <laughs> And me, but yeah. <laughs> and you, and Shelby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was a good moment. It, it recharged me, fueled me up for a Taylor Swift heavy weekend. Uh, no sleep, um, music, music videos, album release, uh, short films, <laughs> viral Club. tweets. Exactly. Bus. Club, another bus. <laughs> that was me all weekend, just chasing Taylor Swift, which I'm excited um, with such a slow week. I convinced you that we should do Red, Taylor's version, instead of Red Notice with The Rock and whoever else. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I was like, uh, I'm with the birthday party. I'm busy. I can listen to, <laughs> you know, seven new songs and watch two music videos. I'll be good. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back on Thursday to talk about Red. And... Yeah, I'm sure we'll have lots of thoughts. Sorry that this episode did not have that much in it. But you know what? These celebs, they got to get their act together and start having some more drama for us. (laughs) Exactly. Taylor Swift carried the whole weekend. And so we are honoring her with an episode all her own. Okay. See you guys on Thursday. Bye. Bye.